Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Do you want to give your audience time to join your show before you start your content? Using a countdown timer can be a way to give your audience time to get notified and react to the start of your live video show. On this episode, we will discuss why you may or may not find countdown timers to be worth your time, along with some tools that you can use to create your own countdown timer. So Jim, before we start talking about various countdown timer tools, I think we should discuss the pros and the cons of using a countdown timer. So let's start with the pros. Why should somebody use a countdown timer when they're live streaming? Yeah, I think that if you want to look at the pros part of it, you're giving a chance to build, if we call it a little bit of excitement, anticipation. And then we also have to remember that when we go live, there's a latency. It's about an 18 second delay from what you're seeing as you go live in your little live streaming software to what when it actually hits the internet. So if you want to make sure that everybody's on and watching, it gives you kind of a, a buffer before you start to dive into your content. And so I, I think that's probably the biggest pro is that you want to get those live viewers on in order to start the show with uh, as many people as possible already starting to join. Yeah, it's a very good point. And, you know, I know we seem like we took a guess with that 18 second delay, but, you know, having run multiple shows ourselves, we tested that out. For example, what was happening, we noticed was we would go live and then we'd start, for example, a video and it would not show up on Facebook. And that creates a, a bit of a workflow issue, I guess you could say. So if you've got this great intro video on your live stream and you start it too early or you start talking too early, for example, so that you know what you're doing doesn't get over to your live streaming software, you know, it can make the broadcast a little bit disjointed. So like it might seem a little odd to people. It also makes it hard if you want to repurpose it because for example, you're missing maybe the first you know sentence or the first few words. And so it does look a little weird starting in the middle of your video or you speaking on something. So, you know, definitely, I mean, there's, there's a lot of pros to using a countdown timer. Now, as far as the cons, Jim, what are some of the cons to using a countdown timer? I think they can be boring. I mean, who wants to sit there and watch a clock countdown? Uh, you know, because the people that are maybe planning to watch it are going to be like, well, I'll just come back after this is finished counting down. I think the other danger is sometimes you have people that'll use like a five minute countdown timer. That's a long time to expect people to wait, especially now. I, I think, uh, short attention spans and people are off to doing other things. And, and that's a really good point. I mean, just the fact that 
if you want to run a countdown timer, you do have to figure out what the optimal length is going to be. Because for example, some people will do this. They might start a 20 minute countdown timer and they might use that timer, for example, and in their case, they might open up their webcam. They might be there working on something so people can see that that person is there, but they can't interact with them yet. So that could be like maybe they're doing the show prep or things like that. But if you're just starting your live stream and you want to do you know a 20-minute countdown timer, it might not be the right thing for you to do. That's where going with maybe some shorter ones, such as five minutes or even 30-second ones are better because you know, they do build that anticipation. Now, keep in mind, if you go with a longer timer, you're going to need to fill it with content. And it, and it can be a great tool, I think. But it does, uh, for example, if you're just starting out and you want to add a countdown timer, well, you want to make sure you're using one that is engaging, as Jim mentioned. I mean, you could make a really beautiful, I've seen people do ones where, you know, it's a, a sizzle reel. It's videos or video clips of past episodes. And in addition to that, there's a countdown timer on screen. And that makes sense, you know, if you're going to do that. But if, for example, you're just getting started, yeah, it's definitely going to be hard to incorporate some of that footage if you don't have the footage yet. So maybe you start out with the basics, which are, you know, a 30 second countdown timer. And that, you know, is a way to also then, if you're starting that countdown timer, it's a way for you to actually see how many people are actually joining because then you might determine, well, oh, I don't need 30 seconds. I just need 10 seconds. Hey, I'm ready. You know, I just need to give myself another extra 10 seconds or so on that. And then everything's ready to go. So anything you want to add, Jim? And I think you bring up, I think you a great point there, Christian, is how long should it be? You really need to think about that before you design it because maybe 30 seconds is all you need. Don't feel like you got to go one minute five minutes. I mean, what, what do you think in that regards? Uh, you think it can be, I definitely think it can be too long. Oh, it definitely can. I, I think it comes down to the way you present the countdown timer. So for example, I was on a, uh, I was on an interview last week and they had a fantastic countdown timer. It was two minutes, actually, uh, two minutes, sorry, it was five minutes and they had music and so what they were doing, for example, was they were playing a five-minute countdown timer with some music, and it was very upbeat and energetic, and it was like, okay, I can get into this. And I was starting to sort of feel the excitement of, hey, we're about to go live, we're about to kick things off. Now, what they also did, though, was in addition to the countdown timer, the way they were doing it was it wasn't just taking up the whole screen. They had a countdown timer, and then it would switch to another shot of the person. The guy, for example, was dancing in the background. And then he would go back to the countdown timer full screen. So he did some things that made it more engaging. So I think that, you know, on that hand, it can be very good to have, you know, a five minute timer. But then if it's just, as you mentioned, a countdown timer that's just counting down from five minutes to zero, that's kind of boring. So I would, you know, kind of err on the side of less is more here, I think. You know, it gives you enough time to get your countdown timer and make sure you're in place and give people some time to get there. But at the same time, it also um, is not going to be boring, I think. And remember, you can always change these up. I mean, you're not married to, hey, I set a 30-second countdown timer, and I have to do that every single time. Do a 30-second timer. 
watch your broadcast. How many people joined? Was it the topic? You know, it's the A-B split testing thing. We always talk about, Jem. You know, you have to test some things out to see what's going to work. There's no magic formula that, hey, you got to use a 30-second timer or five-minute or a two-minute timer works 20% better. So, um, so now that we've talked about countdown timers, by the way, and obviously the, you know, how you should determine how long your countdown timer should be, how do people go about creating a countdown timer? I mean, it's easy to create a static graphic and put something on it, you know, and just be done with it. But a countdown timer, you know, you've got to, you've actually got to um, build something that is animated. And a lot of people, I mean, they're not necessarily designers. So are there any good tools maybe people can use to create countdown timers? Yeah, I mean, th there's a bunch. Uh, I mean, some of these I think you're probably more familiar with than I am. Um, and so I think what we'll do is we, we've got a bunch here that we've, we've got and that'll be in the show notes. Some of the favorite ones I have are Camtasia and uh, Movavi, Canva, you know, they, but they're all going to give you different abilities and complexity and another thing is cost mm -hmm. you know camtasia is going to run you probably i think about a hundred dollars uh and then and then here they have an update you got to pay for the update uh movabi is kind of the same way within a tool like canva they have a free version and then you have canva pro now i'm not sure i have canva pro if you have to have the pro to make the countdown timers with that um what are some of the ones that you like christian so you know you brought up some really good ones and uh, what, I, what i actually want to do is i want to see if we could maybe we'll run through some of these just in order of complexity maybe you know like for example one of the ones that's on my list is called my stream timer and this one's you know it's something that somebody built and you build the timer it's a little more complicated it's not easy but it's not hard so you build the timer in one tool and then what you do is you go into another tool and you bring it in through what's called a virtual camera. And you basically, you know, it's when you, you know how when you select your webcam, instead of selecting your webcam, what you do is you select the virtual camera that the software, for example, might create. And then that allows you, for example, to bring your timer in. Now this one though, you know, it's a, a download, it's available on Windows and on Mac. And it's an application you download, pretty straightforward. and what you can do there is, you know, it's a free download and then you have to obviously bring it into your application. So that's one of the ones I, I like, you know, and I like that because it's a free option. You know, it doesn't, it's not elaborate, but it's a good option to start with. Now going into some other ones, classtools.net is another one. And that one, you know, if you look at their website, I mean, not to knock their website, but it looks like it's from like the nineties, you know, with just the design and just the look and feel. But here's the thing. The whole point is it's a countdown timer. And so uh, they have a countdown timer on there that you can create. And it's pretty straightforward. It's an HTML5 countdown timer. And then uh, what that one's going to do is you're going to add your timers. You're going to add some music and you can save it. So it's basically going to do all the combining for you. So that one, for example, you know, again, you don't get many options. Now, if you want something that's uh, pre-built, you know, you mentioned this earlier, Jim, I mean, you can go with uh, tools such as Canva, or you can go with tools such as Wave Video or uh, Movavi, you know, and so what those are going to do is they're going to offer countdown timers. Now, 
you usually don't get, I, I will say this, I experimented with some of these. You don't get a lot of control. Uh, for example, in Canva, you don't get the control of, well, I want a two minute timer. You might get the options of a one minute timer, a 30 second timer, or a five minute timer. There may be a two minute timer, but you don't usually get, you don't get the granular control that you may want. So for example, if Jim wanted to make a 20 minute timer, he may not have the option in Canva. He has to go with the options that they give him. And as far as, by the way, Jim, as far as Canva goes, for example, I think you do have to have the pro license for that. Um, they do give you access to obviously like all the templates and things like that, but um, it looks like you do have to have, uh, to get access to the stock photos and videos and audio and graphics, uh, the 75 million plus there, you do have to have the pro account. It looks like uh, you get templates and you know, access to some things in the free version. But I think for the video side, you do need the pro account, which makes a lot of sense. And something I would add about those tools you just brought up mm -hmm. is everybody starts using those same tools and start to see what it looks like. I've seen that countdown timer somewhere before. So you really want to get creative. You probably want to be careful with what I would almost call these stock low cost video tools. Great point. Yeah. And so, so that's where, okay. So you've got your, my stream timer, your class tools, for example, you can then step it up and use Canva or wave video or Movavi. Then you can move into Camtasia that Jim talked about and Jim Camtasia, do they offer templates? I know it's mostly a video editor, right? Yeah, they have a few templates. Uh, and I haven't really looked, but I know they've got a big community where you probably can get additional ones. Uh, but it's, I find it to be a really good tool. Fantastic. Yeah. So Camtasia is an option. And the thing you have to look at here, by the way, as we're going through these, so you've got a lot of the ones that are pre-built for you. So they don't allow you to do a lot of the custom work that you may want. For example, you want to have it branded with your colors. You may not get that option, but they do make it easy for you to add a countdown timer. But then that's where then if you go into say a Camtasia, Camtasia may have some options. There may be a community that will design those. And there's also the video editing aspect of the software as well. So if you do want to make a countdown timer, then you could use, for example, you know, Camtasia for that. You also can use a tool called ScreenFlow, which is a Mac tool. And it's, again, it's a screen recording tool, but it also is a video editor. And then they have access to a library of stock content. So for example, there may be some countdown timers in there that you can also for example, just add to a, an editor and then save it. And now you have a countdown timer. Uh, now let's get into some of the more advanced things real quick, Jim. So, you know, what's the next one on this list after ScreenFlow? Uh, Ecamm Live, which a lot of people don't realize. Well, let me preface with it's for Mac only. Uh, but you can use this as a virtual camera. So you don't necessarily have to use... Ecamm as your streaming software, but as a, what they call a scene, you can create a countdown timer. So you could bring that into your software uh, that you're using to live stream, use that virtual cam scene, and then just go back to using that virtual cam as your regular camera. Very easy to create, gives you a lot of options. I, I think you can even make it almost look like a, um, uh, like an opacity where they could see you behind the, the the timer as you're getting ready to go live, which is kind of a neat feature. 
Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, and, and just keep in mind, by the way, so uh, with like an Ecamm Live, for example, you can add a basic countdown timer. So you could make an overlay, have a place, a cutout for a timer, and then just bring in the standard timer in Ecamm Live. And then what you can do is you can then push that out to your live streaming software. For example, if you're using StreamYard, it can be brought in as a virtual camera. And then that way you now have a countdown timer. Now, in addition to that though, to Jim's point, you could also, for example, if you have a video that's created, you can bring that in as well, whether that's an Ecamm or StreamYard or wherever, and that's a way for you to also have a countdown timer. Now, some more advanced tools. So now we're gonna really start to ramp things up. So if I want to make a much more elaborate countdown timer, say I want control over everything, I wanna control the font, the color, you know, the background, things like that. This is where I can jump into tools such as Adobe Premiere or Final Cut Pro. Now, some of these tools do have built-in options. So for example, in Final Cut Pro, you may get, and by the way, this is one big difference between Final Cut and uh, iMovie. So, you know, Apple iMovie, and actually I'm gonna add that to the list by the way, because Apple iMovie, it's a, it's a free option if you're a Mac user or an iOS user. And so iMovie is a place for you to get access to some basic, very, very, very basic video clips for countdown timer. And then you also would have moving into more advanced ones, you'd have Adobe Premiere and Adobe Premiere, for example, has some stuff built in for countdown timers, but primarily it's there for you to design from scratch. And then uh, Final Cut Pro, same exact thing, Final Cut Pro, a more advanced, much more advanced version of iMovie. And it has some basic countdown timers. They're usually called a generator. You can add them to a broadcast. However, uh, the way that they were, so you can, add them in Final Cut Pro, then you can export them and then bring them into your streaming software. But that's one way to create a countdown timer with Final Cut. And then also uh, what you can do is if you want to, sometimes they'll let you change the color and some of the other options. Now, another one on this list, I don't know, Jim, if you've used Apple Motion, but if you want to make your own from scratch, 100% from scratch, Apple Motion is definitely one to look into. And this one is... Uh, so the way it works is you build something in Apple Motion and then you can actually export it into Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro is essentially the editing side, the editor, the timeline. And so Apple Motion is a great place to, to make a countdown timer. It is a little bit of a complicated process. So if you're not, for example, very technically savvy, Apple Motion is something that you, know, you may not want to look into. That's where you'd want to go with like one of the stock countdown timer tools that we talked about. Now, uh, number 13, you want to take that one, Jim? Uh, well, yeah, JavaScript is uh, interesting because it's uh, something that some p programs no longer want allowed to work. It's uh, really some coding, so to speak, in a, at a low-end level. And uh, I really haven't seen it used much. Uh, is that something that you've seen a lot of? Um, it's mainly for the person who wants to tinker, I would say. So if I want to tinker and I like coding, for example, then this would be an option to consider. You know, you basically just write a couple of lines of code and literally I'm sitting here counting how many code lines are here. Let's see, three, six, there's like maybe 20 lines of code. You know, 20 lines of code, you can control the size, for example, the font, the color, all that sort of stuff, the alignment. And then you just basically can export that as a file. 
And so this is an option. I mean, but here's the thing. It's not going to be, I will say this, it's not going to be for everyone. I mean, if you're really into coding, fantastic, do that instead of buying something. But if you're someone who, you know, you're not a coder or a programmer, then you may not want the JavaScript option. So, but it is an option. I'm just throwing that out there. It's an option for making a countdown timer. Um, so then the other item on this list, by the way, number 14, uh, this is a tool, it's called Live Reacting. And what this does basically is it makes it easy for you to add interactive countdown clocks or Facebook Live countdown to your broadcast. Again, this one though, you know, this is a, um, how should I put it, I guess, Jim? I mean, it's it's got a free trial, but it's also one where you can pay as you go. For example, you know, we're not talking like cheap here, by the way. So it's a free trial, so you can try it for free for certain amounts of time. They do add a uh, watermark for the most part. Now, if you want to remove that watermark, you do have to pay and they charge $4 a credit. And then here's the thing, their minimum order of six credits is required. So you're looking at about $24 for a countdown timer, potentially. It could be more depending on how elaborate you want to make it. And you can actually go up to their subscription plans, which are um, small, medium, large, and enterprise. And those will go, you know, for example, if you went with the small plan, it's $15 a month for five credits per month. So you kind of have to weigh, you know, how often you're going to do this. For example, I mean, I think making a countdown timer for the most part, you might make two of them. What's your thoughts on that, Jim? Yeah, I would agree to, I mean, I can't see really needing more than two. I mean, maybe three at the most. And so then maybe you're looking at 30 seconds a minute and then maybe something a little longer. I mean, maybe something mm -hmm. shorter. Yeah. I, and I was, I only pulled two out there out of thin air just because the first one might be, Hey, I'm going to actually make countdown timer and just going to be my one to get started. And then I'll make an elaborate one to replace that. I think at some point, but you do get access to templates, for example, and they look pretty sweet actually from what I can see, you know, um, but there's various countdown timers depending on what your video is going to be about. For example, there's some here that are uh, for example, this is a giveaway countdown timer or an event countdown timer or a conference countdown timer, you know, but then there's some for like New Year's. So if you want one for, you know, a special occasion, there's those as well. Um, but that is an option to consider. Now, as far as the cost, you know, as I mentioned, I mean, it's $24. So kind of putting into comparison here, if I went with like a Canva, Canva is about $120 a year. Uh, I think that's what 12, about um, less than $12 a month. I think it's like about $10 a month there. And so if I'm going to try and get the most value out of the software I'm going to use, Canva might be a good option because I'm only spending 120 and I can use it for design or countdown timers and so forth. Now, if I go up to like a ScreenFlow, ScreenFlow is also going to cost me a little over, probably about $100, maybe a little bit more when you add in their stock library. So I'm looking at, you know, around the same ballpark figure. Now, if I go with an Adobe Premiere or a Final Cut Pro, I mean, Final Cut Pro is $300 and that's just for the software, which is understandable, you know, and then if I go with the live reacting, it's going to cost me what, like $24 maybe. And that's minimum for one countdown timer. So, um, I think, you know, again, I mean, you kind of have to figure out which one's going to be the best for you based on your budget. And then the 15th one on this list, by the way, Jim, I don't know if you want to, you want to talk about this one real quick. Yeah. Outsource it, you, you know, hire someone who creates countdown timers. There's lots of people there that are very skilled at this they make it uh, very reasonable and i think in general as a 
business, as a uh, person that maybe doesn't have creative juices, so to speak, don't kill yourself trying to create something that you're not good at. Find someone that's good at it. It's worth the investment. And that's a great point because, for example, if you are running a business and you are trying to get into live streaming, it is, it's a bit of, it's an uphill battle. And so, for example, you could spend, and I've seriously talked to people, they've spent hours doing a task and I'm all for people learning how to do something. But if you're spending, you know, a whole weekend trying to build a countdown timer and then it doesn't come out looking like you want it to, you could easily have outsourced that to someone. And yes, they may charge you, let's just think, maybe they charge you $200, for example, or $300, you know, not to say they're that high, but you know, you hire a video editor that can make the countdown timer for you. They can give you exactly what you want. They should give you what you want at that point. They should give you, you know, your lo- you want your logo on there. They should give you your logo. They should add, for example, maybe they'll give you three different instances of a countdown timer. Hey, I want a 30 second one. I want a five minute and I want a 20 minute one. For example, you know, maybe you want one at the end of your show. Hey, it's one minute left in the show. You could, you know, it's up to you. You have to ask them for what you want. And then you're going to, you should get exactly what you want there versus a lot of these other countdown timer tools that we talked about. They're great for building the countdown timer, but they don't necessarily offer the customization that you may be expecting. Um, I think the other thing I want to just add real quick, by the way, Jim, about countdown timers is that you want to, I'd almost say go in phases. So for example, don't spend $300 on a, a great countdown timer at the beginning use the stock one, for example, or use one of the, you know, the ones that maybe it doesn't match your branding as much, but Hey, it does liven up your live show. So start with one of those and then move into some of the other ones that are a little more advanced and elaborate as you start to grow your business. Uh, anything else you want to add, Jim? No, I think, I think it's a pretty uh, comprehensive list. Definitely. Um, so I want to thank everyone for joining us. Episode 36 of the Launch Your Live podcast, where we discussed 15 countdown timer tools to use on your live streams, along with the pros and the cons. Remember, if you need help with your live streaming, contact us for a consultation by messaging us on our Facebook page at Launch Your Live. For more information on this episode, head to launchyour.live forward slash EP36. We will see you all on a future episode. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.